Hey everybody, I'm Jamila, your realtor. And I'm Eeyore, your interior designer. Cheese and crackers. And welcome to the In Your Space podcast, where we focus on bringing you the real in real estate. And interior design. Of course. Of course. Jasmine, you are scary. I'm, yeah. Okay. What's up? No, 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 no. (laughs) You need to tell me what's up. What is going on? What is this? Um... So remember I mentioned a while back seasonal depression? Okay. It's winter already. I don't know if anybody has told you. It's not winter. It is. It's fall. It's fake winter. It makes me so sad. But it no, okay. No. I don't like no. it. No. You can't be sad. You know why? Why? Because today is a very special episode. Oh, is it? Yes. What is it? What's the episode? It's my back anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> me okay congratulations what what is a back of this is my one year back into real estate okay anniversary and i'm excited okay so uh, i mean this episode i'm gonna talk about the top five things that i learned coming back into this industry okay because because there's been a lot of lessons i'm sure hell yeah because okay remind me before your back anniversary of a year. Mm. When was when was what was that cluster of you doing real estate before? What was the year? Two thousand and six. Oh, two thousand and eleven. Okay, it's a big difference, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a big difference. So we're gonna get into that later. Okay, but first we have to go into the what the hell were they thinking? Okay, and Let's we have do it. to. All right, so I gotta get queued up. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> I'm not ready. Is this yet. an active listing, Jamila, or is this oh. something you just found out there? What do you mean? No, well, because so, one time you showed us an actual listing in South Jersey. Oh, oh, remember? I thought you said something totally different. I thought you said actual listening. Okay, someone wasn't listening. No. <laughs> Clearly, I was not listening. But we are ready. Mm-hmm. It is pulled up, and okay. we apps hold on. Hey, no. <laughs> That base. Oh, <laughs> Y'all ain't even know. Okay, listen. So we're all pulled out. We are all ready to go into the segment of what in the hell were they thinking? And this is actually a listing. Is it? In South Jersey. Why do you keep doing this? Yes. So for our listeners, our active listeners, what we have right now is it's a we have two pictures because they were amazing. So what we have is a kitchen with red cabinets mm-hmm. and white, white appliances. appliances. Yes, knock on wood. We have red, I mean, lumber beams on the ceiling that are also painted red. Those are just stripes, right? No, those are no, beams. No, honey, those are lumber beams. They're, they're lumber. They're Interesting. Beams. And then in the second picture, we have a bathroom. Yes. It's, it looks like it's a master bathroom. Mm. Um, And it is purple painted walls it's periwinkle okay i give you that Mm -hmm. periwinkle Mm -hmm. with white and red tile yeah Mm -hmm. and a shower curtain that is white with red and black flowers yeah botanical so i think i can tell you immediately what the hell they were thinking okay go ahead that they just like red okay is that fair probably i mean the evidence is right in front of you that that's the only well okay that they are vampires there was a sale on red paint okay because those cabinets are definitely painted 
that we're in love with Christmas or Valentine's Day? That they love Five Guys hamburgers. What? Look at the bathroom, oh. Jamila. Look at the bathroom what tile. Ha- oh. Do you see it? The red okay. and white tile? Okay. okay. It's absolutely giving Five Guys. Um, That they love candy canes? That um, they didn't want anybody to buy this house. I'm going to tell you what they were really thinking. <laughs> what? That they weren't changing anything during the sale of this house. That's what they were thinking because these are the pictures that are on the MLS system. That's our multi-listing system. Mm-hmm. Every realtor can see these pictures. Mm-hmm. They are plastered all over the internet now. Mm-hmm. And this is a clear sign to me that, oh, you know what? I'm going to take that back. Either A, they are very, they're not, they're very difficult clients that will not make changes okay. for the purpose of selling the home in the most successful time frame. Oh, or, or, or they just don't want to change anything or their realtor did not say it with oh. their chest. I'm just saying, realtor okay, because burn. who took these pictures? Realtor. Burn. I'm just saying, like, I mean, Dang, somebody had to come in and be like, mm, Jasmine, couple suggestions, guys. You, and I get there are like a lot of there's a lot of things that would be necessary to get this stylish. But like <sighs> step one, maybe paint the beams back to match the ceiling. Take the red, you know, uh, tile from the top of the bathroom vanity paint the bathroom white like just general you know things you know what they might have just given up too because i mean honestly Mm -hmm. that tile on Mm -hmm. the vanity sink yeah that's a lot it is i mean that's that's demolishing for you guys to know just so you know it's like two by two like ceramic red tile and it is. It's a, it's a lot going on there that, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's it's even the floor. They're identical. So oh, I didn't even see the floor. It's kind of like, why bother? Mm-hmm. It's too much work. And we're just going to accept whatever price we get and let other people make their changes. Okay, so what was this listed at? You know, I really don't remember. You don't know? Mm-hmm. I know where it is, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what the price I was. I have so many thoughts. As like, for the staging part, just throw it all in a, a black bag. You know what I mean? I don't appreciate the stuff on the top. Yeah. Of the, of the cabinets. Pet peeve. Pet peeve of mine. Do not put things at the top of your kitchen cabinets. You can't even reach them. Anymore. Well, no, I think those are supposed to. So do you remember there was like maybe like late 2000s? No, we're not in the late 2000s. What am I talking about? Yeah. Like early 2010s and before. Like people would put stuff at the top of their cabinets to be like decorative. They'd put like vases and like sprays of faux plants and all kinds of stuff. That's not even decorative. That's okay. just that's just storing I do see, things. I do see cans. There's there's it's just being stored. Okay. I can't say they tried here, but mm-hmm. the the nice Jamila giving the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, is, let's do that. Is saying that they just honestly did not want to stage or change anything, and figured, hey, we're gonna accept less of a price because we're just not gonna do this. Yeah. Not worth it. You know what this makes me think of? I'm ashamed to admit it, but my very first master bathroom, like when we bought our first house back in 2009, Mm. I had a wall that was this color red in my bathroom. Mm. And that was a what what the hell was I thinking moment for me 
want to look back at those choices I made. I had a copper wall at one point in the living room. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm separate episode. I, I know. I know. The I know. Choices you've made. I know the, the learning past. lessons that I have in made. the past. So that is the next episode. And I want pictures. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I have to dig in the, the archives for that. But yeah, so I, I would love for our listening audience, for our YouTube audience to chime in and tell us what in the hell were they actually thinking? with yeah. this? And you guys, please. I mean, if you have any tips on what they could actually do to to, to make this to better i mean make it sellable yeah right? i mean yeah. the simple thing is just paint the things that are not white back to white where possible you know maybe replace the linoleum floor in the kitchen that's peeling all that oh and now she's i'm just now you're you're <laughs> now you're extra burning i was I'm, trying I'm, to end on a positive you, you note. are you are i'm sorry yes maybe they're young maybe they're really young and they like are there's just nothing, new graduates there's nothing from young college about that. and i'm just saying they didn't this is their parents house they inherited at this point i'm gonna grab your hand and say <laughs> we're gonna stop <laughs> because you are trying jasmine it's okay i'm sorry um i'm trying to be positive guys but i said i was eeyore my name now. is not jasmine it's eeyore this episode so oh okay we well we woke eeyore up a little bit and we're mm-hmm. all done with this thank you we're gonna move on let's go to our topic because i really am excited and I, I, is it safe to switch screens? Cool. So we're going to move on to our topic. And it's, it's my, my back anniversary. That's, I'm happy you're really excited about that. Cause that's a milestone. Can you see it in my face? Right? No, I absolutely can. It's one of those things. It's like, you probably felt like when you left real estate that you were giving up on something you really wanted to do. You're correct. So this is like a big thing for you to be able to say, I did it for a year. You know, after coming back, you are correct. And there is an element which is, again, this is a totally different episode. At at first, I was part time and now I came back in hard and Mm -hmm. I am full time. And so there are differences there. And I can't wait to do that episode. Right. Because we have a special guest on that one. And I know Jasmine says like what? news to me. Wait a minute. (laughs) So I'm going to cover like the top five things that I've learned. Okay. As just even a person and as a realtor. Okay. So, so this apply. I can apply this to me too. You can if you'd like. Okay. Let's see. But don't be bringing me down. I'm trying. On, I'm my, trying to... on my anniversary. <laughs> I don't need. All this. right. Hold on. Preface, <laughs> hold on. Let's calm this. down. Okay. Um, so number one, don't count your money before it hatches. This is a lesson I need to learn. I'm still learning it. And you know, everybody's heard that saying, don't count your chicken before it hatches. Do not count your money before it hatches. And kind of in the same breath, you want to save as much money as possible. I feel like those two should be separated. They were, but then I meshed them together (laughs) because they were very, very close. And I'll tell you why. So, all right, getting a commission check Mm -hmm. is very similar to the feeling of getting back a really good tax return. Mm, okay. Lotto, lotto vibes. Listen, yeah, it's like, when the commission is right. When it's commissioning. Mm-hmm. When the <laughs> when commission it's commissioning. is commissioning. <laughs> you know. Hashtag commissioning. Mm-hmm. When it's right, it it feels so good. Yeah, it does. You get a high, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, all this money, but... At the end of the day, you may not even really have all that. Money, right, all right. Right. But so you you know, you're going to get this check. Mm-hmm. You know, it's coming. But then what if it doesn't come? Oof. What if it doesn't come in the time frame that you thought it was going to come? Mm. 
I had enough transactions where you thought that the the transaction was going to settle or close on one day. Right. Yep. And then it got pushed out Something this happened. long. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to count your money before it hatches. For sure. You can allocate it all you want. But listen, until your clients are at the closing table signing on the dotted line. Yeah. You can't count. You don't even have money. You don't have it. So don't get so excited. Just keep working. Just keep working. So Jamila. Okay. Yes. Where does. Okay. This is getting. This is kind of sidetracked, but not really sidetracked. Where does faith come in? Right. With Mm. this. Because I absolutely count my money before I get it. Because I trust that it's coming. Right. When does your affirmations like. Am I getting too frou-frou? You have such a sweet soul. Is that too frou-frou? I mean, it's grounded in reality because I fully expect it to happen. You know what I mean? As a realtor, I feel more confident Mm -hmm. when I get through the inspection phase. Okay. Simply because in a contract, there are, sorry guys, I hate to say it, but there are multiple ways that people can get out of a a home sale. Right. And one of them is through uh, the inspections after the inspections. And you're, if you and the sellers are arguing about what you think uh, things should be fixed and then the sellers don't agree Mm -hmm. and all of the above, there's a clause in there that you can literally pull out of that contract. Right. So when those are done, now I'm breathing a little easier. Okay. And I'm like, all right, this is, this is going to happen. And, so, I mean, for for me, that's what it is. For yeah. you, I don't know. No, what no, it no. Is. So, similarly, right? It's it's not meeting across the table, but it is literally when my clients sign my design agreement to say this is moving forward. Then I can, you know, count on it. But you do, know, do you get a first deposit once that happens? Yep. See, <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly jealous, slightly not jealous, but I get it. I yeah, get it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I was going to say, too, is like. How do you not count like in 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 entrepreneur land, mm-hmm. how do you not count your you literally have to plan for it? You have to plan because you got bills waiting on it. You right? have to plan for it. But here is the best thing to do. One of the best things uh, as a small business owner, doesn't matter if you're in real estate or interior design mm-hmm. or you have a coffee shop down the street. OK, you want to have a cushion of money. Right. No matter what. So if you have that cushion of money that can take care of, you know, at least uh, two to three months worth of bills. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about that check that's coming in like so hard. Right. You know, you. Yeah. You're counting money because I'm, I'm working a business. I'm doing good. But just. Don't, don't, mm. don't <laughs> just, just wait. There, okay. Cause there have been people that have gotten to the closing table and decided not to sign. Yeah. I literally, Oh had, my gosh. The way I would flip the table over. What a horror story. I had someone on the phone admit to me that he has caused that kind of drama mm. at the closing table. If he wanted to get out of the wow. sale. Wow. That's a, that's real extra. That is. So it's, it's really scary. And bold to admit it too. That's crazy. Mm, But he wasn't my client. Yeah. I was going to ask that. I'm, I'm happy about that. So Mm -hmm. I don't know that guy. All right. So number one, don't count your money before it hatches and Mm -hmm. save money. And, and I just real quick to piggyback off of that. When you have enough money in the bank saved up, you're not working scared. Mm, Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. You're just doing your thing Mm -hmm. and that's it. So, um, number two, uh, attorney review periods suck. 
Okay, I don't know nothing about this. Especially in a buyer's market. So remember, we're talking back and forth, buyer's market, Mm -hmm. seller's market. Mm -hmm. Buyers right now are having their day. They can almost do whatever they want to do. They can dictate all of the rules. And if a seller really, really, really wants to sell their home, they're going to make some mean compromises that they didn't think that they were going to make. Mm -hmm. Okay. But an attorney review period in, especially in New Jersey, it is the law. It is real estate law that if you make a real estate purchase, you have three days for a right right to recession. Right. Buyer's remorse period. Mm -hmm. In that three days, either party can pull out and literally not be held accountable for any reason it's their right Mm -hmm. it's like it's like buying a tv at target with your receipt and then taking it back and saying after three days i don't want it or at day two and a half yeah i don't want it yeah that's drama so the deals i mean it's not even real it's not real until you get past that point and then there's another point and then there's another point it really is like having a baby you know, when you have a baby, there's yeah. certain milestones. Yeah. Oh, well, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I got you. First. What is it? First uh, eight weeks and mm-hmm. 12 weeks and mm-hmm. 20 weeks, mm-hmm. then 32 weeks, mm-hmm. then boop, 40. Yep. yep. So in, in a real estate tra- transaction, it is somewhat similar. So you got to go see the house. You have to put an offer in. You have to get the offer accepted. Then you go under contract. And then here's that three day attorney review. Right. And they heard, here's all this time period for this inspection or that inspection mm-hmm. and the appraisal. Mm. And you just have to get through all of that. Yeah. So in the attorney review place, there have been there have been buyers who have literally been putting in multiple offers and getting them accepted. Mm-hmm. And then let's say someone has two offers accepted. And then, you know, you got two sellers excited. Right. But then they're like rescinding offers from that house and then accepting it on that house and just backing out of stuff. Mm. It's really difficult for the sellers at yeah, that point. Yeah. And I mean, to me, it's a little selfish. If you weren't very, um, like if you were not very serious about this house, like right. if this was your backup house. Yeah. You weren't serious about it. So now you're dragging yeah, somebody no, it's, else it's along. It's definitely selfish. So it is. But I, people manipulate the, the program like that. I had this one woman. She was not my client, mm-hmm. but she did it to my client. Okay. How did I know was because I got a phone call. She didn't even realize who I was. Mm-hmm. And she thought I was an attorney's office. And she starts spilling to me what happened to her. She put in way too many offers. Mm-hmm. And then a, a group of sellers tried to hold her accountable for it mm. and say, you wasted my time. And what happened? I don't know what happened. <laughs> but Cliffhanger. I am a really nice realtor. So what I did was I gave her advice. Mm-hmm. And then I also gave her another number to an attorney. You You're call that guy. Nice. You're very nice. So sorry it didn't work out for you. Right. Done. But I'm I'm actually the realtor that you did that to. Yeah. So, but that must have been a moment for her. I'm sure. Anyway. So. That's weird. Number three. Mm-hmm. Don't respond to emails and texts immediately. I love this one. You want to wait at least an hour. Okay. Why? There are way 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 too many crazy things that happen Mm -hmm. in such short time spans in real estate that your emotions are everywhere oh yeah yeah emotional spaghetti Mm -hmm. i've never heard that one before (laughs) i just made it up but so when it comes to that it's literally like for me i am someone who prides myself on customer service Mm -hmm. 
I also pride myself on the ability to get back to my clients ASAP. Right. Right. Because there's a, for them, they're already sitting on pins and needles. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, yeah. And then when something goes wrong and I'm and it's way so emotional. Right. I'm like, all right, well, don't respond mm-hmm. right away. You can say all of the wrong things mm-hmm. and it's not so much negatively. But if I'm stressed out, I'm going to stress my clients yeah. out. Yeah. They're going to hear it in my response. Mm -hmm. I would rather, all right, let me take a deep breath. Let me think about this. I'll pick up the phone. I'll call another real estate colleague Mm -hmm. and I'll say, hey, you know, what do you think about this? And then they'll, we'll go back and forth. I'm like, you know what? That's a good approach. I can call my broker. Mm -hmm. I can get their opinion. I can do all the things I can Google. I can come up with just a great strategy instead of saying, oh my God, this is terrible. Ah. <laughs> right. Instead, I'll say, you know what? Um, all right. So this is what happened. But here's how we're going to move forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's here's our two options. So which one do you want to do? Or I recommend this one. Yeah, I do this. I do this do similarly. Like, I don't respond until I have a solution normally because I already know my clients like emotions are pretty high. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to speak out of turn. If I do respond, I'll say, I'm on it. That's my typical response. I'm on it. Like, I'll look into this. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's normally enough for them to be, like, put, you know, at ease. But I'm, like, you know, going crazy on my end so that they don't feel the crazy on their end. So let me ask you a question. What is maybe an emergency in your world Mm. that you had to, like, take an hour to respond Um, hold on. Let me think. Okay. Um, there are so many going through my head right now. Um, okay. For example, we kept, um, getting bad tile essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. Kept having to order new boxes of tile and things like that. So my client was getting nervous that the installation of said tile was going to go poorly and we would have not enough essentially. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, um, we need to order like two more boxes of this. And I'm just like, no, we're good. We're we're fine. But that person was like, no, no, no. I just don't want to be in a situation where they're in the middle of install and all the tiles cracking and da-da. like, and he just like freaked out. And so I was like, okay, I'm, let me look into this. And so I went back and I called up my GC and I'm like, look at what we have. This is the stock we have. This is how we're, you know what I mean? This is how much it's going to take for install. We already had excess anyway and that's what i was accounting for but you know are we sure it's good like even if it's just like going back to reaffirm what i already know Mm -hmm. from the people who are actually doing the labor Mm -hmm. we're good right we're good okay we're good let me just go back and you know what i mean so that didn't take an hour that maybe took like 10 15 minutes but that stuff like that kind of piles up but do you think it also even though that phone call took Mm -hmm. 15 minutes Mm -hmm. do you think that the next what 45 minutes kind of helps with the delivery of how you're saying it to your client. Right. Yeah. Cause I have to calm down. Yeah. I have to calm down and be, and be comfortable and confident in what I'm saying. And, and they, you know, understand that I got it. It's fine. And no one will die as a result. Right. (laughs) Um, The fact that, a few tiles are gonna yeah, break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I mean, that's a small yeah. example. I feel like I've used a similar example before. There have been actual 
catastrophic. Oh, no, the windows won't fit. We got the wrong size. Yeah, that's pretty catastrophic, though. Yeah. And those are those are harder. Right. But still, I'm going to I'm on it. Let me just go figure this out. What? I have so many questions. What? What, what, what? what if the window doesn't fit? Like, how long does it take to get new windows? So there's two solutions here, right? Mm-hmm. We can tarp off the windows temporarily until we can get things settled, like mm-hmm. either by getting a replacement window in the correct size or cutting the out the the cutting the window to fit the correct window the window that we have. Does that make sense? That. Uh, I got it. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> those that, are two options. That right there would make me feel some type of way. What? N- not your response. Not mm-hmm, that. Just mm-hmm. a window versus yeah. a tile. Yeah. But I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Okay. Or like, oh, we installed new flooring. Now the doors don't close because it's too. <laughs> <laughs> that right there. That right that there. That is a thing. <laughs> I love it. That is so a thing. Go ahead and stand the bottom of the door. Mm-mm. Cut at the Mm-mm. bottom of the door. Just raise them up a little bit. Oh, see, I do it the hard way. <laughs> you go with a sanding block, like <laughs> I'll sand that down. whatever works. You know, sometimes that might make more sense if it's just a little bit. Then but yeah, that's also why I'm not a contractor. This <laughs> so is DIY, Jamila. Jamila, everybody from the outside, yeah. like, why her door look like that? It's all slanted <laughs> on the bottom. What's basically. going on? So, all right, next one, mm-hmm. which is number five. Okay, wait. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. Okay. All right. You just zipping right through. All right. Recap. Number one, don't count your money before it hatches. Okay. Number two, attorney review period sucks. Okay. Okay. Uh, Number three, don't respond to emails or text immediately. Okay. Wait an hour. Number four. You said five. uh, Whatever. (laughs) Number four is, now that you interrupted me, take as many as many transactions as mm. your bandwidth will allow you. Mm-hmm. And so even though it might not seem to some regard, like let's say you're taking so many transactions and they don't seem like they're going to be lucrative. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm. And the, so there's two parts to this. So to address the, the fact that that is okay, it is okay because if you're coming back into real estate or you're, it's your first year doing real estate and you're like moving and shaking and popping and locking you know, <laughs> take the business. Okay. Take the business. Right, right. Don't turn down the business. Mm-hmm. But even in, and for example, even if it's like a thousand dollar piece of land. Right. Or a $10,000 piece of land, mm-hmm. something like that, where the commission is not going to really gross over, you know, a thousand dollars. The point is it brings so much value. Right. And it can help you in in multiple facets. So one of them is education and experience. Mm, And the other one is in referrals. Right. So if you do a great job for this client, they're going to do nothing but praise your services and refer you to something greater down the road. So don't take it for granted. Yeah. The the other part about um, the experience, Mm -hmm. being a realtor you have to take a class. Okay, here's 75 hours of education. Then you have to take a test. Okay. Mm-hmm. That be all. Right. So you don't feel like it adequately this, like prepares you. Yeah, this is not rocket science. Mm-hmm. Your first transaction is going to be like, 
<laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. And with that in mind, you have to get a transaction in order to become more comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can um, partner up or buddy up with a with a mentor. Right. You but know, it's, it's different when you're doing it by yourself. It's very different when you're doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. But the point is, it's just like, you know, you need so much experience. So yeah. if you have business coming your way, do your best mm-hmm. to take that business and learn from that business and grow from that business. Mm-hmm. Now, the other side of it is what I learned with taking too many transactions. Like yeah. one month, I have five transactions. Mm. And as a solo agent, that's top notch. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. But I also like it. it one, one, one thing that came to mind was like, oh, I'm the stuffing. You know, like, <laughs> oh. I'm doing this. <laughs> Everybody wants my services. <laughs> yeah. And, but meanwhile, I'm damn near short circuiting. Yeah. You know what I've heard people say when you're, when you're too busy? Price is too low. First of all, mm, if you saying. look at those numbers of transactions, it was my best month. Mm. It was my best month. Okay. But the price was not low. The price was right. Mm. Seriously, the price was right. But mm-hmm. at the but when you think about that, like bandwidth wise, yeah. that month for me really put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. I said too much. Yeah. I want to be successful. But when you are burnt out. Right. You can't even function. Can't, can't do it. So it really helped me and put it in perspective for me how many clients I actually want to take a month. Right. Yeah. And that might be two mm. versus five. Mm-hmm. And it might be, okay, well, if I sell so many homes um, or help people purchase so many homes in like a certain price range, mm-hmm. I'm going to succeed with my monthly goal. Mm-hmm. Maybe five is like, I can't even really, I'm not going to break it down. We're not going to play numbers, (laughs) but the hypothetical. Yes. In certain areas, people have to do so much volume of work Mm -hmm. to make what they need to survive. Yeah. yeah. And in other areas, all you need is one. You just need one. Yeah. So be a little, it it helped me to be a little more discerning regarding Mm -hmm. what kind of business I wanted to take. Yeah. And if I take other business, then that'll be fine. But here's the main goal. Yeah. I literally have, I have chopped off like whole months out of my like work calendar mm-hmm. as, as in like I've literally taken a month off because I will have that chunk of time where I'm working on like five different design projects at once. And then by the time I'm done all of them, I don't want to see anything else. <laughs> I need a minute. Honestly, so, I thought it was just me. No, I. you just pile. Th- this is the thing. When you're in a groove, mm-hmm. you're not even really thinking about it. You just, you know, oh, sure, I'll help you with that. Oh, sure, I'll do that. And then before you know it, you got like eight things on your whiteboard. And you're like, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> I have I'm not dying. slept in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, if you if you aren't, you know, careful, you might lose track. And then all of a sudden you're overwhelmed. So, yeah, being more discerning about what projects or what clients what homes you are interested in taking on um that is definitely you know that's key i think now i'm i'm very proud of that month mm-hmm. that, that month yeah. was something when else. you when you accomplish it you accomplish it but yeah. you was tired i was <laughs> it, and i wasn't even really physically tired i was mentally burnt out yeah and yeah. i was just like i do i need a break 
And um, I'm okay with not closing one transaction next month. Mm. I'm going to spend this time with my family because I've been running around with everybody else but them. Yeah. So I learned a lot from that. Yeah. A lot from that. Um, And now the number five. Number five. Which I think is really important. It's really who I am. And Mm -hmm. I know this is going to sound so cliche. It's really who I am. Be authentically you. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is people, your clients are going to be attracted to you. You, exactly. But your clients are also attracted to what, who they think you are. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're out here um, doing tons of promotion and advertising and right now, you know, we, we talk about it all the time. Instagram. Yeah. The image that you put out, the brand that you portray, that's what's going to attract people. Right. Um. I would hate to see you show up to the scene looking other than your brand. I would hate to see you quoting everybody else's um, social media content. And that's not you don't even really know it. You're just Mm -hmm. doing it for social media. So you really don't have that experience or whatever the case may Mm -hmm. be. But the point is, it's like be authentically you, whether it's in your branding, your advertising, you're going to meeting people because Mm -hmm. you are going to attract the people that want to work with you. Yeah. You cannot please everybody. No, absolutely. Every client is not your ideal client. No. That's for sure. No. And I literally, um, I was sitting in a class this summer and the instructor, I did not agree with this. The instructor was saying, you know, you want to limit certain things that you put on social media because it affects your money. You mm. just want to be super de duper neutral. Listen. Okay. I I think you can do that if you really want to do that. Right. If you're all about the money. Mm-hmm. Because that's the goal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But if you are doing something that you are passionate about doing, and if you're doing it with people that you love to be around, that value the person that you are, that mm-hmm. trust who you are, that trust your knowledge, that want to work with you. Yeah. They found you, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have a little bit of a I kind of go back and forth with this sometimes. Right. With mm. Especially particularly on social media, like what how much of your own personal voice and experience you share mm-hmm. with potential clients, because that's what I think of for that particular space. Like I have my personal stuff and mm-hmm. that's like separated from my business stuff. Um, and I I deliberately. Um, I I do stay neutral Mm -hmm. on specific topics and subject matter because not that I'm not trying, not that I'm like trying to chase every dollar because that's not it. It's my fear is of like turning somebody off before they have a chance to really get to know me based on one post. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So my brand is not super hard stance on any particular thing, right? Like I have my own personal views, but as far as like my business goes, you're not going to have me coming up into your house and trying to put certain type of artwork because that's my brand. Oh, yeah. No, you get what I'm saying. So like I don't feel the need to like have commentary or have a specific filter even Mm -hmm. like if I don't feel like it's useful for me to put it, I just won't put it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I don't think anybody is going to like specifically about political things. Like I don't feel like anybody has any question about my political affiliation. I don't need to say it. 
Like, right. You don't have to say right. it. So that's that's my reluctance, I guess. Well, no, I don't totally disagree with you. Mm-hmm. And that there are some things that I do stay neutral about. But there and this was the one thing that the instructor did say was she was like, um, if you really, really, really care about something mm-hmm. and you want to share that, then, hey, by all means. Right. Do you. And there are some certain things that I do care about that I will actually you know, I I feel inclined to yeah. say something about yeah. like for for the most part. Um, I mean, there are so many different things that people are trying to recognize. Right. And one thing that I support and I advocate for more than anything is human rights. OK. Mm hmm. You're not, you're not going to tell. I For don't sure. agree with you. If I want to put a post and say human rights, that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do because right. I believe in it. Yeah. And for me, human rights is not about one color. Human right is not about one gender. It's mm-hmm. not about, this, you know, like right. just one group of people. It's about everybody. Right. Can't get me to change my mind. Yeah. So, and I think you run into trouble when you get super, super like hot button issues. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Focused. Yeah. As opposed to like having that be a conversation that happens after we've had a chance to get to know each other. Right. Like, I just don't know that like when, um, and this is kind of going down a rabbit hole, but when Roe was reversed, mm-hmm. I was very clearly upset. Anybody who's following me on social media, I like on my business page, it was out there. Like I'm pissed about this. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody who is in my clientele would be upset about what I said. And there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't feel the need to talk about every single. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So for the things Agreed. that I do put out there, I stand hard right. on that. Yeah. So I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And just in general for that, again, like if you're going to be authentic, the people that are really attracted to you, that value you, mm-hmm. they're going to come to you and work with you. Yeah. Just don't try to be somebody else. Right. And I think so far. I've been pretty successful mm. with that. Just I think so. Being me, being yeah. whatever content I decide that I want to create or be a part of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm just like, okay, I think this is a good idea. I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's it. I'm not doing it because somebody else right. said to do it. I'm doing it because it's me, right? And I'm comfortable. Yeah. So, so that was my top five. I definitely resonate with most of these the only one i didn't really get was the attorney review because i don't have that but yeah well you had it you probably didn't realize you had it oh when they was looking you were working with that builder they ain't telling you nothing (laughs) no i I definitely had that i definitely had that i I will say like the first year back in general it was so many trials Mm. and errors Mm -hmm. i mean even to the point where most recently i think i just crawled up from under a rock what do you mean because one of my last you know two transactions when you have clients and yes i have clients who may not be happy but when you have clients that are not happy and always you know uh uh, pointing the finger at you Mm. that something is wrong it starts making you really question yeah you doubt it you doubt yourself what you're doing Mm -hmm. and it's like hold on all right uh so there were so many in this whole year back there are so many trials and eras and wins and losses Mm -hmm. but i feel so good because i'm coming into year two more confident right yeah and saying i'm not doing that Mm -hmm. and that doesn't serve me or that's not going to serve my client and i can just speak so much more confidently about certain things yeah so 
you grow in being able to do it and you get better by doing more. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. So I need more business. <laughs> business. No, just. <laughs> okay. Well, Jamila, thank you so much for sharing your lessons because they resonate with me. And actually, even talking about these things helps kind of draw me out of my own little personal professional slump. Not really a professional slump, but a personal slump. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to be able to resonate with those things. So what what are we talking about next episode? How do I? No, 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 no. Before I do that, I don't know if anyone got anything out of this episode outside of the fact that I'm so happy. <laughs> I think it was helpful for sure. You know, I'm just I have I don't even know if you want to call these tips. These are just wins. They're lessons. They're 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 lessons. Wes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is that yes. gonna, is that gonna trend? That's that is not. Stay trying to trend. <laughs> <laughs> so one day, Jamila, me, we're gonna look at you and we're gonna be like, that is it. But that was not we're gonna unlock this is not that. We are gonna unlock something great from this show. Keep trying. Keep trying. <laughs> all right, so the lessons today it oh did my not God. happen. But uh-huh. all right, next topic, what are we getting on? So in a, in a very appropriately timed topic, we're going to discuss ways to uplift your space to beat back depression and anxiety. Let's do it. I'm not a medical professional by any stretch, but these things can't hurt to try. I can't wait. Yeah. And I can't wait for the viewers and the listeners to hear this and get in on this. So... I'm just going to go ahead and say goodbye. So Yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. Oh, wow. Do like, all the things. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you were done, right? Bye. Bye. Bye.